brothers and sisters, Jews, Gentiles, slave or free, we welcome you <laughs> to the second part of, you can't use that word, slave, I've been told off time and time and time and time and time again, but the Bible uses it. We are slaves to righteousness. Anyway, let's get back to where we was. We was just in Exodus chapter 20, uh, the Ten Commandments, and we've been in this for a number of weeks, and we was in verse 17, thou shalt not cover a neighbor's house, uh, your neighbor's wife or his male or his female servants, his oxen, donkey, or anything else that belongs to your neighbor. Welcome back, world, wherever you are across this earth. God is with you. That watch, yeah. My neighbor had one. And I said, where'd you get that? And he told me, and I, I got in debt for it. <laughs> Thou shalt not co- cover a neighbour's watch, or their car, or their TV, oh, or their yeah. double glazing, or their loft extension. Or their missus. Oh. <laughs> Thou shalt not. Oh, but it's serious and it's true, because that's where we go, in it? All the time. Help us, Lord. Yes, we're back in the second part of this. We just had a quick breather. What, we're what jumping. Scripture, Ben. We ended. What up. one? What one? What John. The... Let's turn this music down a little bit. John eight thirty-two, I believe. John eight thirty-two. And Probably. what does it say? Uh, it says Ben, you'll know the truth, and the truth will set you free. And uh, Jesus said that, and he referred to himself as the truth. And so. Uh, not only knowing the truth sets you free, but knowing Jesus sets you free and knowing what he, he can do for you. And um, it's such a free in Scripture, and there's freedom within that. There's there? freedom yeah. within the Scripture of knowing Jesus. But we are living in a generation that doesn't really know Jesus. Who is this Jesus? Yeah, they, they, yeah we live in a, we've said it many times, but we live in a generation where... People um, just know it as a curse word, and it's said so many times uh, across all platforms. Um, people use it as an exclamation mark, but they never really get to know him. And the only way we can get to know him is through his word, Ben. That's through the true. living word through of God. the living word of God, yeah. You will know the truth, and the truth will set you free. It will set us free from this coveting, the wanting, the hunger, the desire for what the world is offering. Do not store up for yourself treasures on earth yeah. where moth and rust destroy, but store up for yourself treasures in heaven, the kingdom of God. We want to encourage you today to keep in the living word of God. Whatever your life looks like, wherever you are, whoever you are today, be encouraged today that, that the God of Israel that created the heavens and the earth loves you and um, he wants you um, and he is calling you. It's not your mate will set you free. It's not your spiritual director. It's not your bishop. It's not your pastor. Your it's not your reverend. It's not it's you know, Jesus. your next door neighbour. It's, it's only can be Jesus that sets you free from this stuff. So, uh, mate, your first port of call, if uh, we've all got stuff going on, I would say is on your knees, on your face, or whatever before the Lord, and just bring yeah. it to him. Bring it, it to the cross. Bring, yeah. bring, it to, bring it to the cross of Calvary, because when you come to the cross of Calvary, Again, that scripture is again is just at the yeah. forefront. John eight thirty two, freedom is found in the living word of God. Freedom is found in the Holy Scripture. Freedom is found in Jesus Christ. So, if we are finding ourselves very covetous and we are always hungry for what the world is, and we might be materialistic, but we're still believers. We want the next gadget. We want the next house. We want the good CV. We want this. We want that. You know, Jesus is the one that brings complete contentment and fulfillment 
and then everything else will pass away. Well, that's the truth, Ben. So the opposite of covetousness is contentment, as you said. Uh, bring it to Jesus, and that's what we're going to do with the communion right now, isn't it? How do I bring it to Jesus, Simon? What What is this communion all about? How do I do this? It's a symbol. It, but Jesus says, doesn't he, as often as you come together. It, he's not referring to the priests. He don't say, um, make sure you do it every fourth Sunday of the month. Did and he? every time you walk in <laughs> church and ask that. the priest, if am I allowed to take this? Jesus had the 12 at the table. And he said, as often as you come together, do this in remembrance of me. The me that he is talking about is the me that we are referring to. Come to me, Jesus, everything. So communion and prayer and worship and coming to the cross is fundamental for a believer. (laughs) Wherever you are, if you're at work today, you can find that peace in Jesus. But, but Pastor, I haven't been to church for six months. Well, you know, you can't come to com- no, communion. Then. No, if you fill the gift aid no. form out first, yeah. I think we might let you in. <laughs> if, if you just if you just, just let us, if you fill the form in, yeah, yeah. and if you uh, tithe, can you back tithe a minute? Can you back tithe that money? Because my black book says you ain't been here for six weeks, uh, and uh, I think that you owe us quite a few quid. Can you imagine? Could you imagine Jesus saying that? You yeah, yeah. Can you back tithe, please, uh, fellas? You ain't. You've, you've when he was on the Sermon on the Mount, he was feeding the five thousand. Yeah. Don't feed him over there. Don't don't feed that one because he's just been up to that round the corner with them. Don't feed him because he's yeah. been thieving. Don't don't because that one has been yeah. up to everything. <laughs> Jesus, don't discriminate anyone oh, from culture, Lord, from please, age. Don't let this religion. Grab you. Lock you in and grab you into it. You could do this communion right now. It makes me, it brings tears to my eyes when, when, when I think of the people that have been excluded from taking the bread and wine just because... Catholicism. Uh, Let's not beat around the old well, church you, you handbag. You ain't been to confession or or you're, you're not worthy. You're, your pastor don't think you're living the life right when, when he's doing nonsense himself. Do you know what I'm saying? So so mm. what that's this is why we do it here. We invite you to come and and um, get a bit of bread, a cracker or whatever, get a bit of wine and, and um, we're on another bottle of we on this morning. We're on grape this, juice this morning. This, no, we, we've got a grape juice because there's driving involved. So this is non-alcoholic. This is pure. Yeah. It might even be fruit shoot. <laughs> It might even be a fruit shoot. It could be a fruit shoot. It can even be. See, this this is what it's about because Jesus says it is symbolizing, it is remembering. We're not making 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 light light of this, but but what we're making light of the religion that binds people to this. Making sense in the darkness of religion. What did Jesus say to the religious order when he was going to the cross and everything was happening in, in his life? He said, Darkness has got its. You've got one hour to carry on this this religious stuff, but religion has carried that on. Christ said you've got one hour to do what you're going to do, and it has continued that all the way through. But what's really important, brother, sister, slave, or free, Jew, Gentile, whatever your your background is, is that we as believers can take of this bread and wine as often as we want to. If you've got the word open in front of you and you're on your own take the bread and wine on your own if you're in a group of your friends encourage each other because what this does it frees us up and it reminds us it brings us to what god says in the book of exodus the blood will be a sign put it over your doorpost simon will you pray for the bread please yeah um 
Father, we we thank you that we've you gave us this, you gave us this communion, you gave us this this bread, this life giving <coughs> bread to to fill us up, to fill that hole that we've been talking about, that God shaped hole <coughs> with Jesus, and, and it symbolises Jesus' body, and, and we take it today to build us up, to to empower us, to to really edify us, to to go on and and and, and do the things that you need us to do, and be the men and women that you want us to be so we take this um we take this bread and we say we give we raise jesus up to you father today and we give him all the thanks all the praise all the glory and um he's our first port of call in jesus name amen amen thank you lord thank you jesus thank you holy spirit father as we come before you We've broken bread and as we take the cup of the new covenant, as we sit, as we be still, whether we're at work, wherever we are, Father, we just pray that you'll cover us in the blood from the crown of our head to the sole of our feet. Lord, as we stand at the cross of Calvary, as we lay, as we rest ourselves, Father, for those that are at work today, for those that are busy, we pray, Father, that you will make a way where there seems to be no way. But Lord, forgive me of my sins as I stand before you as a son of the living God. Cleanse me in Jesus' name. Amen. Amen. <clears throat> Freedom. Good stuff. Freedom in the name of Jesus. So who is this Jesus? Who is the one that wrote these Ten Commandments? Who is this God? That is the the life question that people are asking. Who is this Jesus that you serve? Who is he? Who is the one that wrote these Ten Commandments? And isn't it interesting that the world is looking all the time for the answers to life and it's actually found in Jesus Christ through the Ten Commandments, through the Old Testament, through the New Testament. And then <coughs> Simon has said, as we've read out, John 8.32, you will know the truth and the truth will set you free. There is freedom in the truth. Jesus. You, we, we can't get this conversation to go any wider outside of the word jesus it's impossible because truth only can lie in christ yeah, totally, yeah. to be free from what simon has brought to the table today from exodus chapter 20 verse 17 not cover what your neighbor has what the world before you is living in that old line that they say that you live in the dream are you living the dream <laughs> we're living the dream yeah. i'm living my covetous dream or the thing is is it your dream or somebody else's dream? Living the living, dream. Are you living? Do you want to live his dream? Because believe me, I know people that are absolutely dripping in money, have got amazing houses and, and what yeah, you think yeah, of yeah. lifestyles, but they're absolutely <coughs> going to their houses. And there's no peace. There's no, they're all, they're wrecked. You can see it on their face, can't you? Their husband's out, all doing this, that, and the other. It's all out, they're all over the place. Stability comes with Jesus. Money doesn't give you stability. And we, we have to encourage those that are really gifted in the way that they earn money, that are Christian brothers and sisters that sow into the kingdom. We are so grateful for those that do that. But um, <clears throat> it's, it's with covetousness, it gives me a mindset and a focus on what I can have to feed the flesh. And the governments and departments around <coughs> the place that we live even in education, you can have what you want, when you want, you can be whoever you want, you can, you can have whatever. 
And that is like fulfilling what the flesh is yearning for, this hunger, this this sense of, I, I want it, I want it, I want it. And there are a lot of people out there that will say, we don't actually agree with you because I'm quite content. That That's fine. That's okay. But with this scripture that we are looking at, it says you shall not. So it tells us that you will. You will cover. And there are many out there that have reached that place of peace and they are, are at complete contentment with their heart, their mind, their body, and with Christ. But there will be many in congregations, in ministry, there will be many that are still bouncing between the cross and the covetousness. Uh, yeah, t- yeah. Um, but if you get into the, the, the Word, if you get in the Word of God, if you get into the Bible, then you, there's so much about this stuff yeah. all the way through the Bible. Look, um, and there's so much of... What happens if you fall into that jealousy? You know, right in the Old Testament, the first yeah. murder became, came yeah. out of um, a jealous uh, yeah. Cain, yeah. Or yeah. jealous of his brother. So he covered the, well, his, the God's relationship with his brother, didn't he? So, yeah. uh, and all the way through, we've got that. And, and all the way through, and, and Paul says in, in um, Romans 12, uh, 2, he says, Do not be conformed to this world but be transformed by the renewing of your mind that you may prove what is good and acceptable and the perfect will of God. So Beautiful. So don't be conformed. This, when so the you, pattern of the world. Pattern of the world. So when we accept Jesus Christ as our Lord and Saviour, yeah. we are then separated from the world. Um, but many people don't <laughs> accept that separation. It's a big step to go from leaving the world behind to be a yeah. citizen. And how do we... Be in the world, but not of the world. It's yeah, because the, the Jesus that we serve, the God that we follow, says go into all the world to preach and teach and make disciples of one another. So you've got to go into the territory of the world. You've got to go to work. You've got to live your life. You've got to do what you've got to do as a as a believer and as a human being. But as I do that, I cannot conform to the pattern of the world. I've only got to look at the governments. I've only got to look at education. <laughs> and I've only got to look at every area of life really and think do you know what as i analyze that and as i look at that i cannot be conformed into that i cannot be drawn into that i cannot allow myself to step into that as, as christ drew in the sand he, he drew a line in the sand and uh you know and there is a fine line in the sand well uh funny you just say that ben and this is not none of this stuff uh, if you listen it's to scripted. Us, uh, it's scripted, none of this stuff is rehearsed. This is, uh, you know, we believe it's uh, downloaded the from, the, from the Holy Spirit, uh, who points to Jesus Amen. all the time, not to us. That's for sure. So, but I, I have heard it said, and and I, and I tend to believe that 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 was a very interesting um, point uh, of challenge from the religious leaders when yeah. when uh, uh, <clears throat> the the woman was accused of adultery and um, by the religious law she should have been stoned to death yeah. and Jesus put his mark <clears throat> in the sand he drew a line and he wrote something in the sand Ben what what if he wrote the Ten Commandments and he said to those religious leaders anyone of you who's broke any of this can't cross if you haven't broke any of these you can throw the stone. And they all looked, and they all knew. They dropped the stone, they walked away. They walked away. Because it's the same for all of us, isn't it? All have sinned and fallen short of thy glory. Yeah. Whatever way you look at that. And you you mentioned the word of jealousy, and a lot of people in the world of church will go, oh, I'm not a jealous person, that's, that's of the world. When actually the scripture is very clear, it says, God is a jealous God. Yeah. So jealousy runs through the vein of Christianity. 
So God is a jealous God, and he says, I'm a God that will not be mocked. So jealousy doesn't just belong to the world. God says, if you're going to serve foreign gods, I'm going to be angry, and I'm going to be jealous, and I will not be mocked. So we have to be very careful. These Ten Commandments are so strong. Well, Ben, we keep saying it, don't we, time after time. They are commandments. Now, they are no, commandments. They're, they're com- not they're guidelines. Not a, a guidelines or a resolution. Not, we or recommend. No, no we, we think you should do this. We Try if you can. Maybe. Can you schedule this into your <clears> life? No, it's a commandment. And then as you go through the commandments and as you go all the way through and you get to the very bottom one and then suddenly it takes you back up to the top. And you keep going And you around. come back through yeah. it, and you go back up to the top. But every time you go through it, you're getting free. Every time you go through, you're going through the blood. Now, look look what John said. Uh, sorry, look what Paul said. The Apostle Paul said in, in Romans 13, and starts at 8, he said, Owe no one anything. Oh, what, a th- what an absolute... <laughs> I, will, I will use the word impossibility it's at it. this moment. Owe no one anything except to love one another. The only, the only debt that should be outstanding is the debt of love. He says, For he who loves another has fulfilled the law. For the commandments, you shall not commit adultery. Yep. You shall not murder. You shall not steal. You shall not bear false witness. You shall not covet. And if there is any other commandment, all are summed up in this saying, Ben. Namely, you shall love your neighbour as yourself. Love does no harm to a neighbour, Therefore, love is the fulfilment of the law. That's right. Yeah. Love is the fulfilment of the law. John three sixteen. For God so loved the world. You know, love. You know, the scriptures are very clear. God is love, but we have a religious order. We have a religious setting out there. We have so much out there at the moment that is all they're shouting is that God is love. Yeah, God is love. God is a just God. He is a jealous God. He he's Jehovah Jireh, Jehovah Nissi. He is our provider. He is everything. But what's really, really important, he is a God that expects us to push, to live, to move through the Ten Commandments. I can't do all of that without him. But my journey as a believer, as I go through the ten and I come out the ten, I'm going through the blood, I'm coming out the blood. I'm washed. There's this movement. Oh, we would encourage everyone. God is love, and the, the Simon has brought an, an, an enormous scripture on, on, onto, these, onto this platform here. The only uh, debt that any one of us should ever be outstanding is the continuation of the debt of love. And I think, you know, if you're listening, <laughs> Ben, it's amazing. That agape it's love, amazing. that so love that is above. If you're listening to this out there, we would encourage you to make 2023 the year to be real. That's what we said, Ben. The year to be real. Start being real, being real with, with your finances. Yeah. So don't owe anybody anything, except obviously if you've got a mortgage. Out there. But try and clear off them credit cards. Try and be free of them. <clears throat> because that's the snare. That's the snare. That's the snare. And there may be many, there may be many. I know what it's like. I understand what it's like to be absolutely snowed under and flooded with debt and credit cards and this overdraft, that overdraft, trying to pay the tax man, trying to pay the VAT man, ducking and diving, weaving and bobbing. You've taken that credit card because you've got interest free for six months. You switched it from that one to that one. You've pulled that one to that one. We know what it's like. 
But the prayer that should be prayed is, Lord, I want to be like that scripture says. And if you are the God of Israel, I want to be like that. I want to be debt free. I want to be clean and clear. And I want to, the only thing that I ever want to owe everybody is unconditional love. Wouldn't that be amazing? But you can reach it. We can reach it. It's possible. You've got to set yourself um, goals and targets, but you can can reach it. You can do it. Pulling together, clearing this stuff up, and and it is so freeing, Ben, to be honest with you. Where does the majority of debt come from? Coveting. Totally. Because I want, and I haven't got the cash in my pocket, so I can sign up for the sofa, so I've wanted that, so I've coveted it. Ah, oh, me mate, Look, me brother, me sister. Yeah, what a lovely sofa. Do you know what? I went down DFS. They gave me this. They gave me that. You can get it. But I've got a bad credit rating. That don't matter. It you doesn't matter. You, ben, you know, uh, you can get a, a loan uh, just like that. Within minutes, Simple. you can get a loan. And the credit cards are always writing to you and saying, we're going to put your credit limit up. And, oh, and, gosh, yeah. That old and, chestnut. And the thing is, you know, what happens is you might fall into that trap of yeah. putting all that debt onto one credit card, which gives you 0% interest for a number <laughs> of years. So that means you've cleaned up, like, maybe two or three cards. Yeah. Then you go down that route of going, well, I've got nothing on that one. I'll sneak a few quid onto that one. Before you know where you are, you're even in a worse situation. You've got to, you, to, you've got to me, cut them up. You've got to cut them and up. And now I think that's the word, Ben. You know, you put the got, scissors you through put it. Put the scissors through it. Don't you, you're not able to use it. Don't get it linked to anything. If you if you have an Amazon account, if you have anything, just get it linked to your normal bank card, and then you can yeah. see the money going in and out, and you'll know what you've got to spend. Because Ben, because the Bible says, do not owe anybody anything except love. It- now, what what a scripture to talk about to encourage your friends and your family in church and, and around you in your ministry. Do you know what? People might go, well, actually, I've got 20, I've got 30. I'm, I've got so much through cars, through sofas, through this loan, that loan. If you add that up and you go, well, I've got between 20 and 40 grand there. Do you know what? Don't look at the figure, but look at the size of God because it's the heart condition because God moves in mysterious ways and God will make a way. I believe the biggest snare that this world, and we'll use the scripture that Simon mentioned earlier on, do not conform to the pattern. The pattern of the world is to get you in trap by debt because the system has got you. A system so got you, you become yeah. a word yeah. that I'm not yeah. allowed to use the word slave. You become a slave to the oh, system. Yeah. yeah, and it's uh, it's so easy to to do that. And um, but the Bible says you're a slave to righteousness. It, yeah, yeah. Well, that's the opposite, isn't that's it? That's the opposite. The opposite. So, and and you'll be more content being a slave to righteousness than you will being a slave to the system because the system will just chew you up, use yeah, you, yeah, and, yeah. and and spit you out on the other side. Um, uh, it's you may not be able to, uh, you know, um, you may have to take some cuts in in your expenditure, your lifestyle, but yeah, it's yeah, yeah. it's. They use the term in in in, um, in training, Ben. You, you've in the physical training. You've heard it many times, I'm sure. It's um, <laughs> short term pain. Do you want a burger? <laughs> oh, I thought that's what David Lloyd. I thought David Lloyd was a restaurant. I didn't realise it had a a sweat box attached to it. It's short term pain for long term gain. That's Whoa. the truth. Because look, Ben, look at this one. There's another great scripture, Ben, that we use a lot of the time. Is uh, 
one in one John in the in the uh, um, the big John, yeah. the John's gospel. It's it's, uh, it's all about love and, and yeah, learning yeah, yeah. to have a relationship yeah, yeah. with Jesus That's Christ. Right, yeah. But the little Johns, the little Johns, <laughs> are the ones that tell us really how to live our lives. So here we are, one John two. It starts at fifteen. It says, "Do not love the world or the things in the world," and that's Gosh. already telling you. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. Father should have that sixty-inch TV screen. Yeah, but you only live in a small house. Yeah, it's bigger than <laughs> my front room wall. If anyone loves the world, the love of the Father is not in him. Oh Lord, please help me. If anyone loves the world, the love of the Father is not in him. For all that is in the world, the lust of the flesh. Yeah, that's the desire, isn't it? The hunger for the desires. Do not conform that. for I the pattern that. of the world. Do you remember? Um, Lord of the Rings, Gollum. Yeah, yeah, yeah. No, I must have that. I must know? have that. And that's how it gets you. The lust of the eyes. Oh, yeah. I like that. all that stuff, the world, the pattern of the world. And the pride of life. Oh, dear. Oh, it's, it's all putting ourselves first, putting yeah. ourselves central. Is not of the Father, but is of the world. See, the all world of that stuff is, is of not, the world. Is of the world. So when we see these. All when the trappings see, of the world and when everything. We, when we see these uh, these pastors and evangelists and so-called ministers jetting off all around the world and riding around in, mate, this is not this it's is not, not the world. It's not scripture. And the world is passing <clears throat> away, and the lust of it. But he who does the will of the of the Father of God abides forever. So, what is the so the the question is? You know, time is escaping. The question is: is right? Okay. So if I come to Jesus, I will start to lose the the the, the feeling, the wanting, what the the pattern. Do not conform to the pattern. So what Simon is reading out there is the more you come to Christ, basically, the more everything else will be stripped away. The more you will not want, the more you'll fall in love with Christ. You know, come to me, all of you that are wearing heavily laden. There must be so many people that are heavily laden with with the trappings of everything around us, and. And, and we the, get caught in a trap. And we get caught in a trap. We're well, caught in a we're, we're trap. Elvis Presley had a song, didn't he? We're caught in a trap. No, <laughs> we're that's trapped. How we are. But what you said there, and what we what we come to is a relationship with Jesus Christ that sets us free. Yeah, yeah. So if we're going to a relationship with Jesus Christ, and we know the truth, and the truth sets us free, then we've got contentment. Amen. And th- there is a, just as we cover the land, we'll finish off uh, on this. Is that there is a good way of coveting things. Now, now I'll be honest with you, when I was at a low point in my life, completely wrecked, marriage all over the place, I've been... Uh, everything everything had gone berserk. I, lo- I looked and saw the peace of a man who, who was a, a, a real violent character, but he found peace through his relationship with Jesus Christ. And I wanted that. So I you, wanted you, that. Your heart, your heart, not your mind... Because the mind is is far away from God, but your heart went, what that man has got, whatever that is, I want that. I want that. Yeah. I, w- whatever that person has, whatever that that believer has, I want that peace. I, I want that that light in their eyes. I want that that fresh That's look. It. I I want what what have you got that I don't have? And exactly the same as Simon of Sorcery, you cannot buy that. You cannot buy it. You Money cannot, cannot buy, buy it. Money cannot buy that. It is a gift from God, isn't it? That the peace. gift of salvation. 
Ben, my peace and contentment was seeing the Arsenal win or having a few quid in my pocket, you know, yeah. driving a nice car. But at the end of the day, it's not really happiness, is <laughs> it's it? It's not happiness. Because no, it's, it's going it around lasts, all the time. It? It's going around all the time. It's, but, and then that escalates out of control. That peace and the contentment comes from having a relationship and a love of Jesus a love. Christ that leads you to the Father. Yeah, yeah. And you can't get that without the Holy Spirit prompting you. So the Holy Spirit prompts you into a relationship with Jesus and Jesus leads you to the Father. Amen, amen. That's the, that's the, the, real, that's the real deal. And, mm. you know, as, <laughs> don't worry about what Dickerson says on the telly. This is, this is the real deal. This, this is it. This is the real deal. This, this is... Um, um, and it's endurance. This is it's endurance. It it's, it's, it's keeping it going. As fight said, the good fight of faith. And... And you do that by knowing the word of God. How, how do we, we cannot live this life without the Holy Spirit. We cannot live this life without the Holy Spirit revealing to us from stuff from the Bible. From the word of God. From the word of God. So when I get into the word of God, uh, Exodus 20 and 17 and all, all what we've been looking at is that it will take this, this wanting, this worldly want, this do not conform to the pattern of the world, do not, run after what your neighbour has got but the more I just seek Jesus Hebrews chapter 12 verse 2 keep your eyes on the author the perfecter of your faith keep your eyes on Jesus I've got to focus I've got to focus on Jesus that's great I've got to focus on the king of glory when you you do that and then everything else melts like wax it will go it will go because Christ you can't you can't word it can you well what happens is Ben is that you then become separated from the world. Yeah. Because then now you're a, a citizen of the a kingdom. A born again. And you can look Spirit at things. Filled. Your eyes can look at things and they can see things in a different aspect. So you're not looking with a worldview point. You're I, looking as a believer. I'm not getting Eyes my, of Christ. I'm not getting my validation. I'm not getting my validation in the car I drive. No. I'm not getting my validation in the house I live in. I'm not getting my validation in a holiday I go to. Nothing. Because my validation's in... Jesus Christ. Who does Jesus say I am? You know, that, that will keep anyone from coveting, from forming into the pattern of the world or, 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 or looking and, and trying to chase all this stuff that's out there because we are human beings at the end of the day and, and God created the human race and he knows our feelings, he knows our thoughts, he knows our thinking, he knows everything about us. It's, it's really important in these moments of closing today's podcast that we just follow Jesus and we encourage one another to follow Jesus he is the author and the perfecter of our faith and he's the truth and he will set you free and he will break (laughs) that line of wanting he will break it but we've got got to be prepared to to go through to go through it yeah you've got to go be prepared for the stripping away of all that stuff and it's not easy because the rawness. you could be, you know, end up being uh, ridiculed by people that yeah, you were yeah. part of. Yeah, all yeah. that sort of stuff will come with that. But you'll look at other people, their lives will be a train wreck. Your life will be in order because you're seeking first the kingdom. Amazing. Everything else will fall into place. It's not a rocket science, man, no. but we get ourselves yeah. all mixed up in the tentacles of yeah, the yeah, world. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And it yeah, takes yeah. a little bit of time. For mm. us to, to cut them down. You will know the truth, and the truth will set you free. 
we'll it's Jesus. That, shall we? Ben? We're done. We're, we're yeah. out because we can continue. You know, this has been a continuum of, of what we've done earlier on today. But wherever you are, John eight thirty two, you know, and uh, we just pray that God will continue to lead you and guide you, and we'll see you next week. And uh, you know what? Never give up. God is always moving in your life. There is always hope, brother, sister, Jew, Gentile, slave, or free. God is with every one of us, but never give up. But always, always be in the debt of love. Be in the debt of love. Yeah, and uh, we'd invite you to keep it real this year. Keep it real and come to the cross as your first port of call. Amen. I know, right, Ben? Simon, you're completely, you're completely right in the power of the Holy Spirit. You know, you've you've got that summed up just just right. It's with Jesus. It's with Jesus. God bless you. Take care.